You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Luke 10, 38. We'll read 38 to 42. Are we there? Let's read together. Now it happened as the wind that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good path, which will not be taken away from her. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father and our God, we thank you for this privilege that we have to gather as your children in your house to praise you to worship you to fellowship with one another and above all to have your living words spoken to us today we are asking let the words that you speak to us be translated into our own languages let every one of us hear at his time here in his season, hear what he or she is meant to hear. Let this word bring healing. Let it bring deliverance. Let it bring salvation in the name of Jesus Christ. By this word, let us be stronger. By this word, let us walk in victory. By this word, let our faith be established so that we will go forth overcoming our world in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, help the teacher and help the hearers. Thank you, Father. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Praise the Lord. Okay, so the text we have before us here is a very interesting text. And um, we bless God that the Holy Spirit had this recorded in the scriptures for us. Because if it wasn't recorded, we would have almost always wrongly judged such scenarios. We have a scenario here where Martha... I believe Martha must have been the older sister to Mary, invited Jesus into her house. And when Jesus got into the house, I mean, being good hosts, they went about, you know, trying to make him enjoy his visit. And along the line, the Bible says Martha complained to Jesus, the guest, that see what is going on. My sister has left me to do all the serving you know, all the labor and all of that. And he's just sitting there by you. I don't know, if not that this is recorded, if I wear Jesus, if I wear his shoes, immediately I'll say, oh, Mary, that's not good, isn't it? Any, of, any one of us would have done otherwise. I mean, it's amazing the perspective of the word of God. She was truly not helping with the sermon. She was sitting at Jesus' feet. But Jesus' response shocked me, and I believe it has shocked us. He said, Martha, Martha, you are what? 
worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has what? Chosen that good part. If you put the message or NLT on the screen for us, we'll see what they said in that verse 42. It says, one thing only is essential, and Mary has chosen it. It said, is what? Is the main cause. Is the main cause. Is the main cause. NLT puts it this way, that she has discovered it. It says, there's only one thing worth being concerned about. It says, Mary has what? Discovered it. My prayer is that you'll discover that one thing for yourself. In the name of Jesus Christ. So having that as our background, you know, we want to just meditate and see what the Spirit of God will have us hear and will have us experience this morning. Seasons change. And the Bible makes us understand Ecclesiastic 3 verse 1. It says to everything there is what? A season and a time for every purpose under heaven. So seasons change, times change, but certain things don't change. It's not everything that changes. Praise the Lord. It's not everything that changes. Seasons change, yes. Times change, yes. You know, moods change, yes. So many things change. But it's not everything. It's not everything. There are very important things in your life, very important things in our lives, very important things in the world that remain the same no matter the season. No matter the season. So the Bible speaking to us in Hebrews 13, it says, Jesus Christ... The same yesterday, the same, and the same when. So Jesus is the same, no matter the season. And because Jesus is the same, no matter the season, it means he's on the throne, no matter what, the season. And if he's on the throne, no matter the season, it means that worship, the worship that is due him, should not be changed because of the season. The adoration that is due him should not be changed because of the season. The obedience that is due him should not be changed because of the season. Praise the Lord. So seasons change, but Jesus does not change. Hallelujah. Can we now just celebrate him even though we have a mind to just play and dance? Can we exalt him? Can we say, you are worthy to be glorified. You are on the throne. We worship you. Receive the praise. Receive all adoration. Praise the Lord. So there are things that don't change. Another instance of something that doesn't change, 1 Peter 5, 8 tells us, your adversary, my adversary, he doesn't change. He doesn't want to know whether it's your birthday. He doesn't want to know whether it's, your, it's Christmas. He doesn't want to know. 1 Peter 5, 8, please. Let's read it together, everybody. Help me so we can get out fast. Be vigilant. Only in the middle of the year, only in rainy season, never in the summer, not during vacation. How often does it work about? Every day, every day, every day. In the story of Job, when the Lord asked Satan, where are you coming from? He says, I've been walking up and down. He does not rest. You see, the word siesta, Satan doesn't know about it. The word holiday, he has never heard about it. He never rests. So the Bible says, you and I have an adversary. And what is he doing? He's moving about looking for opportunity to devour. He will not find you in the name of Jesus Christ. 
he will not find us in fact in the temptation of our lord jesus christ the bible said he left jesus and went to find another opportune time so he didn't really leave jesus he went and started scouting to see another time he could get back at him why because he does not change he's out to stop somebody but he will not succeed in our case in jesus name another thing that doesn't change very simple anybody here living in a rented accommodation your house rent do they put a freeze on it because it's christmas your nepa bill do they put a freeze on it it still runs even though you're unholy as the way you're just happy like this your bill is still running school fees that is going to come in january would they say because it was christmas don't pay you see your bills remain the same your utilities remain the same praise god so seasons will change but get it today there are some things that do what that never never change they wouldn't change why because they're constant so what do we do what should be our response the sports people will say every sport that involves a ball baseball is the origin but soccer tennis ping pong any of them what do they tell their what do the coaches tell the the students keep your eyes what on the ball this morning i've come to tell you keep your eyes on the ball keep your eyes on the ball keep your eyes on the ball i'm not such a soccer lover but a few times i watch soccer i learn a lot and i pray those who are crazy about soccer learn as much i learn a lot i realize that a team that is losing a match that is working extra hard to catch up or to equalize oftentimes suffers for that loss because they take every effort they have and put it in attack and then you find most times that a ball comes out and a man gets the ball and just him and the goalkeeper so they keep losing more in fact i've seen one that they lost actually almost two three goals while trying to catch up why because they got carried away to trying to want to score and they left their flanks open now the same thing it is with us as children of god our times never cease to count the time of the christian as long as there's breath in your mouth or in your nostrils you are a christian praise the lord and the affairs of your life they never put a freeze on it and say okay adventure today is your birthday so let's suspend every spiritual expectation it's not possible praise the lord it continues to count and the enemy like he said concerning our lord jesus christ always finds those opportune times can you ask yourself this question do you know or rather have you wondered as a believer if my fervency in the spirit were measured only during end of year season could that be why i'm not progressing i don't know if you got the question you see most believers wait cross overnight even those who have never gone to church go because they want to start well and they want to hear words spoken to them isn't it now okay even weight loss about this time now nobody remembers that watching weight isn't it january what does everybody set weight loss go isn't it now your weight does it only accumulate in january is it only in january you can fight it if you want to fight weight loss you have to keep your eyes on the ball every day is a day to add or lose weight are you with me so while we're celebrating and all of that keep your eyes on the ball 
So the fervency of the believer is one area, and I must emphasize this because I'm a pastor, so I interact with people a lot. And you see people fervent, you know, you see people dedicated and committed. And about this time of the year, you see them, you know, just give up. You see them just faint. And you're wondering, if this is a match, this is the time the enemy will score you that for the rest of January, February, you'll be trying to catch up. Are you getting it? Why should you take your eyes off the ball? There's no off-season. Praise the Lord. There's never an off-season. So we live life thinking, okay, this is Christmas, so anything goes. If you've observed when you travel outside of the country, the policemen, I found that out, the policemen, you know, who really want to make, because they give them targets for tickets, overspeeding tickets. The policemen who really want to catch up their targets for overspeeding. You know what they do? They go and wait churches. They go and park on the highway that leads to churches. Because they know in the morning, they will have church people who overslept, who are now overspeeding. So they just park there and wait and they're collecting them. One by one, they're giving them tickets. You know another place they wait at the airport. They hide because they know that people are going to be what? Overspeeding. Now, these things are not emergencies. It's just that people relax. They feel, okay, let me speak to catch up. Why don't you set out on time and maintain a content space truck? So if you know that in December or the end of the year, you're going to become um, jaded and, you know, overstimulated, why don't you in January start slow? Be, from January, be a Sunday, Sunday Christian so that throughout the year you are constant. We are taught here that integrity is doing the same thing well every time, isn't it? In every circumstance. So why should you be fire, fire, fire? And then December comes, you don't even open your Bible. The only thing you're now opening is, uh, I don't know. Is someone hearing me this morning? You must keep your eyes on the ball because Every time counts. Every moment counts. Calls are being taken. The same way your electricity bill, the same way your house rent or whatever, never stops counting. It's average for the year. The same way your race for life is average for the whole year. In fact, some believers who have quit drinking, during Christmas they drink. Because, why? Bro, it's Christmas. Uh, what are you talking? Do you understand? Some people, you know, it's amazing, but the truth is this. It's the enemy that is deceiving us. And look at this case now, in the case we have in the account. Martha had a genuine reason. Martha was hosting Jesus, and the Bible said she became distracted. I think that's the secret to our understanding that text. She became distracted through much serving. So serving is not the problem. Christmas seasons must be there. We will adjust the seasons. Praise the Lord. If I seen you on your birthday, I mean, I should respond to you differently and you should respond to me differently because it's your special day. But you shouldn't forget who was born on that day. It was you that was born and it's still the same you. Are you getting me? So in the seasons, we're going to make some adjustments, but we don't get carried away. So the Lord was saying to us in the case of Martha, Martha's situation was that she became distracted. It wasn't the serving that was the problem. It was that the serving had made her to take her eyes off the guest. Are you with me? So it's possible. I don't know. It's possible if she had asked the guest, what would you want me to honor you with in my house? The guest would have said, give me water. 
and fasting. It's possible she never bothered to ask. The answer our Lord Jesus gave there just signifies one thing. She did not no longer focus on the Jesus that was in the house. She focused more on what she could present on the table. But the sister went to the other extreme, focused more on this opportunity that the Son of God was what? In the house and lost sight of any other thing. And that's why the Bible, one of the translations, then it can say she has discovered it. Because the Son of Man did not come to look for food. The Son of Man came to do what? To seek and to save that world which was lost. And here was somebody lost being found by the Son of Man. Remember, Lord Jesus said to us himself, he said, I have meat to eat that word. So someone that has meat to eat that you know not of, you're wasting your time cooking and cooking and cooking for him and complaining against someone who has what? He's giving him the meat he wants. Are you with me? So distraction, and for you and I as believers, in this season, there are many distractions, and you and I must challenge them. They are the distractions of life partner. At this time, I don't know, loneliness, you know, becomes enlarged. But the question you should ask yourself is, who is feeding that vibe? Is it because your mother, your, you know, people in the village, this when they do, why are you allowing all of that distract you from who you are? The race that you're running, the race that we are running is a heavenly race, isn't it? And have you ever asked yourself the question, you know, in seasons like this, what if you knew you were very sure that rapture would take place next week? You were very sure, you got a revelation. Would you still be behaving the same way? Now, what makes you think that rapture won't take place this evening after the family fun day? No, I'm just... Uh, that's what it means to keep your eyes on the ball. So we're going to jump, we're going to play, we're going to do all of that, but keep your eyes on the ball. Most likely the MC might get us to do, um, is it dancing chair? What's that game? Now, you know in that game, you're dancing, Abby, but where's your eye? On the chair. You don't get carried away with the dancing. It's the same way as the believer. You don't get carried away, neither with pain or enjoyment. You keep your eyes on the ball. Praise the Lord. There's a master to be honored. There's a captain to be followed. Jesus Christ is the captain of our salvation. Our Lord Jesus, when he was on earth, made a statement. He said, it's what I see my father do that I do. Praise the Lord. So you and I must not allow ourselves to be carried away. Now, is the pastor, is this man here saying we shouldn't celebrate? Not at all. Celebration, we must celebrate. Praise the Lord. Because Jesus is the reason for the season, isn't it? He was born on Christmas and the season of Christmas is a beautiful season. But let me beg you, celebrate and learn from the politicians. Do I have any politician here? Patience, you are raising your Okay, you are bringing something out. Okay. Let's learn from the politicians. I want to ask you a question. When a politician's um, child is getting married, what do you have? A wedding ceremony or a political ceremony? When a politician loses a loved one, father, mother, whatever, what do you have in that place? When you invite a politician to greet people at a function, what does he make? Everything a politician does is politics. Even the money he gives, who he gives, is politics. Even his laughter is politics. You know why? They keep their eyes on the ball. I saw something, you know, on social media, and it was apt. 
I mean, it's not my opinion, but I think the person hit it on the head. He said um, concerning the debate they did, he said fella should remain with motivational speaking. He said, um, obvious it's not my opinion. No. Uh -huh. One annual guy wrote it. He said, as a question, she remain with activism. She should remain an activist. He said, Mohalu should remain a consultant and leave politicians to do politics. Now, I mean, let me tell you why he taught me. How can you be so sound and then you're taking your runner up and they're reading from script? Eh? What? They ask you a question, your opening page, to find what to answer. You've not started politics. You are just choosing Alsa or choosing woman. You don't know what this thing is about. Can't open an office and do consultancy. Are you getting what I'm saying? Politicians, they put everything in the picture. Very soon you see them stopping on the road to carry little children. Those children, they brought them there at that time. You see, learn from politicians. What do they want? They just want to win. After they win, they don't care what happens to you again. The same way the child of God, keep your eyes on the ball. You have a master to please. You have a heaven to go to. There's a reward. The apostle Paul says there remains for you and I a crown for such as love is appearing. It means no matter the season where I am, the love for his appearing must be more, more, more real to me than anything I'm enjoying or anything that I'm suffering. Praise the Lord. So we will celebrate, but we won't become headbound. We won't forget who we are. We won't become lustful. We won't become materialistic. Praise the Lord. A lot of people, a lot of artisans, a lot of um, people who work with their hands, they lose a lot of customers at this season of the year because they default, they cheat, they lie. They need to make money to go and enjoy the season. And then they come in the new year and they have lost those people. Why? They're not keeping their eyes on the ball. It's better you don't... I had a neighbor, I mean, I've told you the story of these people before. I had these neighbors, and they were wealthy, you know, but a strange set of wealthy. I think as we're growing up, they had 13 Volkswagen Beetles. Now, remember, those days, Volkswagen Beetles was either 700 naira. They had 13 Volkswagen Beetles. The man was a medical doctor and an optician. Very wealthy, but 13 Volkswagen Beetles. And then one Chevy that he bought from the white man he worked with. That Chevy, they didn't move it, he just parked just to let you know that they have other cars. But this man, my friend, who was his son, those are the people that I told you, you know, Pepeless. Their mother, you know, trained them so without Pepe so that they won't eat in people's houses. You've not started laughing. Do you know when they do Christmas shopping? Second week of January. So when they go to the shop, the person will be begging just for two weeks. I never sell, just any money. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, and we never understood them. But that was they, they had such sense. Christmas shopping, around Christmas, all of us are wearing our, and showing ourselves. The guy will just be smiling. Second week of Christmas, he'll show you. How much did they buy this thing for? He said, maybe uh, 15 naira. He'll laugh. He said, they bought it for me 15 naira. <laughs> because they didn't get carried away. They didn't get carried away. So we celebrate, but we keep our eyes on the ball. We keep our eyes on the ball. What is your bottom line? What is it that really counts for you? What is it that you want at the end of the day to be found standing, to be found in you?
So what am I saying, child of God? Do you know that this season, this period of celebrating, this period of eating, this period of laughing, this period of drinking and all of that could be the season for your divine encounter that you've been looking for for years? It could be the season you will have that heavenly vision. It could be the season of your deliverance from a victory in a battle you fought over. Who makes you think it's not now? Is there any time within the 90 minutes of a football game that a goal is not counting? Is there any time? As long as there's breath in you. So I want your faith to rise up. Don't, don't close your shop. Praise the Lord. Or better still, don't just tune yourself to carnal things. Don't measure your joy and your goal and whatever I do. Purely based on what you can see, what you can touch and what you can count. What about increase in holiness? What about increase of the Holy Ghost inside of you? What about sensitivity? What about love for the word of God? Why don't you put the devil to shame and make yourself to be the same person you were January in December? It's amazing. People say they serve God. There is no office that you can take off and get in anytime you want and you'll still be retained. It's only in service of God. That people have a time where they are zealous and the time they just expect you to understand that ah, this is Christmas. As if Jesus is no longer Lord during Christmas. Meanwhile, it's Jesus we are celebrating. Pastor, you must understand hey, this is end of year. And then is it end of life? Do you know that end of year is beginning of year? Oh, you didn't know that. After December, what comes? What's January? So December is the beginning of January. You never thought about it. December is the beginning of January. So why draw back and have to play catch up in January? Why don't you be constant? Are you getting what I'm saying? Why don't you be constant in whatever it is you're doing? Praise the Lord. Just saying this, I remember most people here who are getting married, I trust that you're all born again. But do you know that most marriages, their foundation gets destroyed and rocked at the time where they're being celebrated the most? It's called bachelor's party, isn't it? Or spinter's party. What is the goal of that whole party? To expose the man who is going to be committed to the wife, to other women. Isn't that what they do? What do they do? For the women, they expose them. Don't you know the devil is fighting? At the time where they should just separate you and just put for you pictures of your wife. That's when they will put you now and surround you so that as you're going on, you say, I made a mistake. I wish tomorrow never comes. You know, it's the devil. It's the devil. Let me ask you another question for those who watch football. How many times, I know a couple of times, but how many times do you see footballers when the match is over, the managers quarreling? When the match is over, what do you see? They just go and shake their hands. You know what? They know that it's no longer counting. All that fight was when it would count. They know that the scores have been fixed. So they don't fight at that time again. You should know when to fight. They're still counting for you. Praise the Lord. Heaven is still looking at you. Your hour, I've just come to tell somebody, keep your eyes on the ball. Because you never know, this might be the time your divine healing will come. This might be the time that generational challenge will be settled. You just don't know. But you must keep your spiritual antenna up. Don't shut your shop when your master is not shutting shop. Do you understand? He said, my father walked. What determines when you go to work if you're a federal government employee? Once they say you walk, you walk. 
In fact, let me tell you something. As a young Christian, I realized, you know, I was still in the bank then. For the period I was in the bank, the type of monies I made, 29, 30th, and 31st, it was seasonal. I asked my wife, around that period, I just be making a lot. I said, this thing is wonderful. Let this 29, 30th of December be continuing every day. Do you understand what I'm saying? So spiritually also, don't allow the enemy to distract you. Don't allow life to distract you. Don't allow the, you know, the lights and all of that. Celebrate, but still have a presence of mind because you are called out by God. So the Bible begins to say to you and I, it says, oh, no one word, anything except to love one another. There's not a season to ride on somebody, to push down somebody, you know, to defraud somebody because you want to celebrate Christmas. How does it make sense? The one who is love, you want to celebrate him. And you're spreading hate. The one who left his glory in heaven. Emptied himself of all his majesty. And then to celebrate him. You are struggling to clothe yourself with earthly majesty. Does it add up? So what should be my focus this period? Let's look at what the master says we should do. He says this is a season to love your neighbor. Praise the Lord. It's a season to think human beings. Someone has aptly said, he said, instead the Bible, or rather God has made us as humans to love people and to use things. But we have turned it around. We love things and use people. And there's no time that is more apt than this period. But can we just do it right? Let this be a time that you just love people. Praise the Lord. Let it be a time that you plan to eat and eat and eat. But peradventure, there are people around you. Keep them, let them eat and eat and eat. And let it be that you value people in this season more than you value things. Praise the Lord. You know why? Those will count. And with such sacrifices, your heavenly father, your captain, your champion is well pleased. Let this be a time you remain fervent in spirit. Child of God. Let this be a time your purity is taken to another level. It's not a time to watch movies you don't normally watch. Don't do that. Because it's counting. Praise the Lord. Sister, this is not a time to visit a brother you would not normally visit. The brother will tell you, but sister, visit me now. It's Christmas. And then fornication becomes a play because it's Christmas. And then in January, it switches back to fornication. Is that what it is? Many believers have fallen because they got be clouded. It's season, season, season. Season for what? In fact, next time you ask yourself, season for what? Season to fall. Is that what it is? I like the song that says, Higher, higher, every day. That should be your concern. So we make use of the season. Praise the Lord. If you're going to travel, let your family know the love of God. When you get there, present yourself as a son or daughter of God. Be a peacemaker. There are neighbors that didn't talk before. There are siblings that didn't talk. Put yourself in the middle and spread peace. Praise the Lord. If you need to lay down so that they walk on your back, let them walk on your back. Because what you'll be doing is what Jesus would have done if you were in the situation. Praise the Lord. Or peradventure, you come from a place where there has been a local demon operating there. Then fast for three days as you're going. When you go there, declare to them, as the Lord God lives before whom Johnson or Chima or whatever your name is serves. I declare that today this demon you're banished, find pigs and enter and go and fall into the river. This is the season to do it. 
Because spiritually, heaven is dry now. People are not sending correct prayers. They are praying and miss now. The only thing heaven is hearing now is complain. Lord, this was my prayer list in the beginning. I had 19. It's the only one that has been done. Lord, what I do? Nobody's praying all right. Why don't you be the one that will be doing something that heaven can connect with? Keep your eyes on the ball. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord. This could be the season. I'm telling somebody here. Where all that thing you've been imagining. When will it be? When will it be? This could be that season. It might be even while we're eating and playing. That you will hear for the first time the voice of God audibly. But you have to be sensitive. The Bible said Moses saw the burning bush. But he had to turn aside. He had to stop. He didn't see the burning bush and just continue. The voice of the Lord didn't chase him. It was when he stopped and looked that God spoke to him. Please in this season be ready to stop. Are you with me? Be ready to turn around and look. Be ready to ask heaven. What are you saying now? Praise the Lord. Even in your disappointments, ask heaven, what are you saying with this disappointment? Don't forget that he took disappointments for the prophecy of our Lord Jesus Christ to be fulfilled. When they were announcing to the angels, you're going to find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. It had to take men refusing to accept Jesus in their homes and in their inn. And the Bible makes it clear. And we know, don't you know, that all things do what? They work together for good to those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. So this is that season that you lift your eyes, raise your eyes and look to heaven. I'm celebrating, but I'm not forgetting to keep my eyes on the ball. Micah 6, 8. He says, he has shown you, O man, that which he wants. He says, what should you do? What does the Lord require of me? He says to do what? It never ceases. You have people working for you. This is the season to show them how God would have treated them if they were working for God. Praise the Lord. This is not a time to tell them the year has been bad. Recession. Did you hear what Buhari said? This is a time to just open your arms and send those people away rejoicing and dancing. Do justly. Do as you're expecting to be done. Isn't it what the master said to us? Do unto others as what? This is the season to do it. How many of us like gifts in this period? You like to receive gifts? Some people didn't raise their hands. Don't deny yourself now. Uh -huh. You like gifts, then give gifts this period. That's what it means to do justly. It says to love mercy. This is the time to free some people. Praise the Lord. You'll be holding somebody's account. You know, this person did one, two, three. Brother, four. This is the time to wipe out the whole four. Praise the Lord. To love mercy. It says this is the time to do what? To walk humbly with your God. This is the time when you finish counting your blessings. Remember that had it not been for the Lord, you wouldn't have not one thing. Like the Bible says, what do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why is your head not entering your, your shirt? Yes, your t-shirt. Why is your head not entering your t-shirt? Because of what you have. You see, those are worldly responses. But you are a believer. Praise the Lord. Keep your eyes on the ball. I'd like us to round up. And I'd like us to pray. Praise the Lord. I'd like us to pray. Why we're praying is that 
Like we sang a song. Can't you see him walking on the outside? Jesus is walking on the outside, even now. Why don't you let him walk on your inside? The first prayer we're going to pray is, Lord, keep me from distraction. You know, the word distraction means, um, one thing I said I helped me. It's said to be diverted. Let me help you see diversion so you get what I'm saying. If you've been on a road, sometimes you get to roads, those roads that split like a Y, the ones that have flyovers. And sometimes they have more than three of them. If you miss one, you can begin to go in the very opposite direction that you were going. I've told you the story of the man who many years ago left Onicha. How many of us know where Onicha is? Onicha is in between Enugu and Bini. He left Onicha and when he got on the express, he was to go to Enugu. In fact, I think he was to even go to Oka. And instead of making the turn left, he made a turn right. And he kept cruising on until it was in the night. Morning came, he found himself after Bini. <laughs> <laughs> to be diverted means a little turn but it takes you to a completely different destination and you don't know why you're running so for some believer you had believed seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything shall be what added to you you believed it up till November but December came you started seeking what you want and you're running you're running faster now you think you're almost getting it only to realize that you've been diverted you're going in the opposite direction. Whereas the Bible says, now is our salvation nearer for those who are not diverted. So the first prayer you're going to pray is, Lord, keep me from being distracted. I will not be diverted. My eyes are set on you. I've been patient. He said, be full of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Lord, help me, Lord. Help me in this day, in this time, in this season. Lord, let me not miss it let me not miss it help me let me not miss it help me not let, let me not be deceived let me not be distracted let me not lose focus maybe even somebody is as basic as your weight you've kept a good weight up to now christmas is coming a lot of food will be available lord give me strength let me make it for this next two weeks into january because i know if i get into the new year maintaining focus i will get stronger maybe it's a health goal maybe it's an academic goal maybe there's something you're working on lord keep me from being distracted keep me from being diverted in the name of jesus christ second prayer we're going to pray is is to keep us even though we're on the right we're in the right direction galatians 6 9 it says do not grow weary in well-doing this time you're not diverted but you've just been doing the same thing and it's as though you're finished Praise the Lord. But you're not finished. It says those who wait upon the Lord, they will do what? They'll renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings as eagles. They will run. And they'll not, they'll walk, they won't go weary. So I want you to pray for yourself. I know, pastor, you know. I know also, God knows that it's not easy. Lord, keep me from growing weary. 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 Help me, O oh Lord. Because as that scripture says, it says in due season, who knows? And like I'm praying for many of us, this will be the due season. This will be the season of that proposal. This will be season of that encounter. This will be the season of that thing that we're asking God for. Lord, help me. Who knows? Who knows? Let me not grow weary. Let me not change my confession. Let me not change my expectation. Let me not change my confidence in you. 
Lord, help me, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ. The last prayer we're going to pray, the most important. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 6, chapter 2, it says, Behold, now is the accepted time. It says, Behold, now is the day of salvation. Child of God, brothers and sisters that are here, are you ready for rapture? We've said it as a joke. But do you know rapture could take place tonight? I want to ask you all heads bow down, please. Everybody, all heads bow down. It's a private moment. If you knew that rapture would take place this night, or better still, if it took place last night, can you say to yourself, heaven would have been my home by now? If you're not sure of that, that's what this season is for. I want to pray with you. You're not sure. The Bible says, behold, now, now, now is the day of salvation. Now, not tomorrow, not January. Some people wait for January to dedicate their lives to Christ, only to fall by the way in the air. But who said that rapture will take place in January? This afternoon, as we round up, Jesus, I want to be sure that if you came this afternoon, I'll be ready. You can raise your hand anywhere you are so that we can make that ready. God bless you. Anywhere you are, raise that hand. Raise that hand. Anywhere you are, please. It's a private moment. Jesus, today is my own day of salvation. I can't take a chance. You are here. He's coming. He's coming. If you're celebrating Christmas, then you have agreed that the first prophecy of his coming came to pass. The same way he's going to come again. The same prophecy that said he's going to be born by a virgin. Has said he's going to come from the skies. With a shout of the archangel. With the sound of the trumpet. Jesus is coming. And today I want to ask you my friend. I want to ask you my dear. Are you ready? If you're not, there's still time. Today is designated a day of salvation. Jesus, come into my heart. Get me ready. Wash my sins away. Start me on the right path. Any other person, let's pray together. Raise that hand. If that is you, God bless you. Raise that hand. God bless you. Anywhere you are, raise that hand. God bless you, my dear. God bless you. Come, come, come. If you're raising your hand, come, come quickly. Come, let's pray. Come. Jesus is calling you. Seize this opportunity. Tomorrow is not guaranteed anyone. Tomorrow is not guaranteed anyone. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Come. Come. You're still there. You may still come. Maybe you came for fun, you came to play, you came to dance, you came to eat. But Jesus met a woman who came to fetch water and that day became her day of salvation. Today you may have come to play, but little did you know that today also was to be your day of salvation. I want to give you another chance. God bless you. Come. Sister, you can still come. You can still come. Your friend that encouraged you to come said, come, we're going to eat, we're going to dance. But Jesus is saying, I brought you here because you must be saved. He said to Nicodemus, a man who was right in all he was doing, he said to him, I know you're a leader of the Jews, 
your records are clean before me but unless a man be born again i'm still waiting for somebody you came here thinking it was for something but jesus said this is my day to save you jesus if you're already standing out there you can call on him and tell him jesus into my heart that's where i want you to be into my heart brothers and sisters can you say after me lord jesus you can place your hand on your chest as a sign of sincerity i come to you today acknowledging that you are the reason for the season you were born of a virgin you lived and died on the cross and you rose again on the third day for my justification i believe when you died you died for my sins when you rose you took me to your father in heaven i believe as your child i'm free from sin from hell from condemnation jesus become the lord of my life take me by the hand and lead me through the rest of my life i'm expectant from today for the day that you will come to take me with you keep me by your holy spirit from falling keep me victorious give me the power to live as a born again child of god as one whose sins today are forgiven thank you lord i belong to you i am born again god bless you can we rise on our feet as we appreciate the lord tell your neighbor keep your eyes on the ball keep your eyes on the ball You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ikenaokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-1588404. You can find us online at www that the Father's Church Online.org. God bless you.